Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's my good friend, Paul Miners. Paul, you are a productivity man uh, expert. You uh, also are, well, you are our go-to person uh, when we were using uh, our CRM pipe drive. Uh, Asana, I think, is one of your other ones. Uh, Zapier, uh, you and your team are Zapier nerds. Uh, and I am a huge fan of the work you do because and I think we're going to help a lot of people in this conversation. Paul, thank you for joining. Oh, by the way, your website, paulminers.com. Go punch it in right now. Follow along. Paul, thank you for joining us. No, thank you, Josh, for having me. It's it's great to connect with you again. Obviously, we worked together a little bit a couple of years ago now. And man, I think it was all pre-COVID. So yeah. times have changed a little bit, but it's good to connect with you again. I went to you, Paul, and this was uh, late 2019. I said, Paul, I have a problem. For first off, I, I already knew you because I was watching all your YouTube videos. You have an excellent excellent YouTube channel where you give away what other people charge money for. But, and, and we'll talk about that, why that's so brilliant. But uh, I reached out to you. I don't know if I used the exactly the numbers or whatever, but I, I said, Paul, I've got, I've got $200,000 a month, a monthly recurring revenue sitting in my pipeline. These are all people that have given me buying signals and I'm, they're not buying Paul, you got to help me out here. And uh, so sure enough, you know, we really got a lot more intelligent about, uh, you know, uh, automating backend automation activity, you know, being able to delegate tasks automatically and, you know, uh, which is all baked into most good CRMs today. Uh, and, um, and that ultimately ended up being a huge, I mean, in terms of value that you brought, uh, just so, so grateful that, that, that we engaged a couple of years ago, cause it was just, it was money well spent investing in your services. And, and I'm so grateful for you. So grateful for all the content that you share. Uh, so how's that? I think we can end the, the interview. Here. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much all we needed to tell. <laughs> yeah. you. Can, we'll wrap that up. There's your testimonial video. Uh, question, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. No, it's good, good to hear that things are working well. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, but Paul, please do share, you know, if, if, you know, I kind of explained what you did, but I'd, I'd love your take on your, um, you know, the transformation that you help create with uh, with folks? Yeah, I mean, my business, the origin story in, in a nutshell, I actually started just helping people with Asana, um, you know, being sort of, uh, I guess, a little bit entrepreneurial minded. I just wanted to run my own business and be sort of independent and self-sufficient. And Asana was a project management tool I'd used in a couple of businesses that I'd worked at. And I thought, hey, I could I could help people with this tool. I'm sure there are people out there who need help. And so I tested tested kind of offering this as a service and found that, yeah, there was some demand. Very quickly, that evolved into offering support with Pipedrive as well, which is a CRM that I was using at a, a job at the time. And then that evolved into Zapier. Um, Zapier is an automation tool 
fantastic automation tool that you can use to connect different services and, and, and apps together. Um, and, and we started offering Zapier support because a lot of clients were saying, look, you know, I have my CRM. I want it to do this and this, but it, but it can't. And so Zapier is this tool that really lets you kind of plug some of the gaps if oh, you're yeah system is ever lacking in capability and, and, and just get your tools like your email, your CRM, your project management kind of talking together. So yeah, the, our, our service now is really just helping small to medium sized businesses with these three tools, Asana for project management, Pipedrive as a sales CRM and Zapier, which is the sort of glue that holds everything oh, together. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think a lot of times, Paul is, you know, I, I don't think most of us realize just what is possible. And I think a lot of us, especially I, you know, I think about, you know, the project management and the, um, the sales side of things. Um, we are probably doing things way inefficiently. There's so much potential. Can, can you kind of illustrate or kind of, I've, I've kind of, um, if this were a coloring book, I just drew all the black and white line, the black lines there. Can you color it in with what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can. So I think at the start, you identified a really common problem that we see with a lot of clients, which is that people kind of get to that point with their business where they say, you know, you said you had, I think it was $200,000 of recurring revenue sitting in your yeah. pipeline and, and you're not capturing that. And the problem that we see time and time again is businesses grow really quickly at the start. You know, you have a founder launches their business and it's successful. They grow really quickly and then they get stuck because now they're hitting the limit of what they can do with the team that they have and the systems that they have. And I believe that unless you have sort of good systems and good automation behind the scenes, kind of helping you to run your business, you, you, you are going to have a lower capacity of what you can handle. And so um, I often encourage businesses to start thinking about automation sooner rather than later, rather than hitting that limit and going, you know, oh, wow, we've, we've, we now can't handle any more work. We've, we've tapped out in terms of how much we can do and then trying to solve the problem. Start thinking about automation sooner. And so in terms of what's possible, I mean, it really varies depending on the business and the, the services that you use. Um, and, and automation is one of these things. It's a bit of a chicken and the egg situation until you know how to use a tool like Zapier. You don't really know what's possible. And because you don't know what's possible, you don't know how to use the tool. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, I guess that's where we come in is we like to work with businesses and sort of understand the process and then suggest, right, here are some things that are, could be possible. And so to share some examples, like common types of things we do is really just moving data between tools. So a really simple one might be if you've got a CRM that you're using and you win a, a, a deal or a project, you know, you've won that sales opportunity that you're pitching, maybe you've signed up a new client. You then, once you've won that in your CRM, maybe you want to then start a new project in your project management tool. Maybe you want to then um, sort of alert your project manager, they need to onboard the client. Maybe you want to update your email marketing system and now record that person as being a paying client. So you've got these different tools that need updating. So anytime, a good way to think about automation and what's possible is anytime you need to move information from A to B and get tools talking to each other, that's potentially something that can be automated. Obviously, there's a lot more that's possible, but that's a good way, a good, a good starting point. Yeah. Um, and and um, what would be some examples of things that, uh, I don't know if you can think of like maybe concrete, very specific things, right? That, um, for example, 
uh, here are some things that you might not be considering how you can use Zapier or how you can make your CRM a little bit more intelligent. And, you know, again, just maybe just very specific examples of like yeah. things you could do um, to make. Ultimately, what we're talking about here, right, is we want to create, if we're obsessive about the user experience, your user, your guests, your customers experience from, you know, from the moment they first hear about you all the way through, you know, uh, you know, you've been working with them for a long time and it's the greatest relationship ever, you know, Paul can help you with all of that. (laughs) So a great, uh, two tools that often talk together really closely are your CRM and your email marketing tool. So think active campaign, MailChimp, ConvertKit, something like that. So a couple of things that we we do uh, with a lot of clients. Firstly, when you receive a new lead or a new inquiry, maybe somebody fills in a contact form on your website, or like me, they book a call to chat with me through Calendly. First thing we can do is take that booking, take that inquiry, put it into your CRM, and then also update your email marketing system. And then you could trigger some emails. So like I, I get complimented all the time on my on my email flow, because as soon as you book a call with me, it says, you know, hey, Josh, thanks for your booking. You actually get a follow-up email with what to expect on the call. It sort of sets the agenda. And I share a little bit of my background. You do this really well, Josh, with your, you know, your podcast booking process. That's, that's one. <laughs> I learned um, from the best. <laughs> uh, were you, so that's, that's at the start of your funnel. And then mid funnel, like often you have a conversation with a client and maybe you've, you've pitched them or you're, you've presented some offer, but they're not following up. The, the lead is now sort of going cold. This is where what you could do is you could take that lead and say, okay, now I'll just put them into some kind of nurture sequence. So maybe you update your CRM, maybe like in pipe drive, you might mark the deal as lost. That might then trigger, and this is what happens in my system. I can then add that person to a newsletter list. So now they're getting some regular content about pipe drive or whatever it is that I'm talking about. So until they're ready to buy, they're getting nurtured. They're still sort of, I'm still on their radar. And then at the end of the funnel, once they sign up, once they become a customer, again, your CRM can be talking to your email system and say, right, Josh is now a customer. So take him out of that nurture sequence. We don't need to nurture him anymore. Now, you know, I sell different programs. If you sign up to my program, now we want to stop nurturing you and we want to put you into an, uh, into an onboarding sequence for this program. And that's going to start saying, this is what you need to do. It's going to start um, getting you to book your calls, provide testimonials, referrals, all that good stuff. So at each stage in the funnel, in the sort of beginning, middle and end, getting your CRM to talk to your email marketing system so you can be sending the right message at the right time, I think is a really good a really good. Uh, kind of sequence of automation to think about. Yeah. Um, what is it about? So you've obviously you've mentioned, you know, Asana, uh, you know, Pipedrive, um, Zapier, and, and those are three very quite popular tools. Um, yeah. But I think a lot of fundamentally, what we're, I mean, you know, it's the same principles. We're not, we're not only talking about those platforms. We're talking about principles yeah, yeah. of intelligent um and I want to be careful using the word automation because it is automation, but I don't know that it's, I don't want someone to get confused when they think of marketing automation, where everything is just, you know, everything is drip campaigns and, you know, you don't have to do anything. It's much more than that, right? Yeah, absolutely. With with Zapier, um, like I said, you're sort of moving information around. So, I mean, it's a tool that can do Man, it has, it has so many possibilities. So yeah, moving information into your email marketing system is one thing. But common types of things we've done, um, for example, 
just just yesterday I was working with a client and they want to track commissions for their salespeople in their CRM. You know, they have sales reps, they close a deal, they get a certain percentage of that as a commission. Um, and so we can do that kind of calculation using Zapier. It can perform the calculation, it can it can update the CRM. Um, so, so yeah, like there's, there's lots of possibilities. It's not just sort of, yes, you're right. Email automation is one facet of automation, but um, just getting your systems to talk together, like accounting wise, I, we, we do a lot of work with accounting platforms like QuickBooks or Xero. So maybe, you know, once a deal in your CRM gets to a certain stage, now it's time to invoice them. So it can actually help with administrative tasks as well. Um, uh, to help kind of like all that manual work you need to do, sending contracts to be signed or NDAs, things like that, quoting um, and automating some of the paperwork and the documentation around your sales process is, is something we get approached quite a lot about as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and again, um, you know, for us, I'll just kind of, you know, a little behind the scenes on what we do, right? So um, we develop, and, and I'd love for you to kind of talk maybe a little bit about this too. So in sales specifically, oh man, and Paul, I'm looking at the clock and we're like, <laughs> we only have a few minutes left. There's so much more we could geek out on about yeah, this yeah. because I'm such a fan um, yeah. because it will literally business owners, like it will, if you really get this dialed in well, it is such a joy, right? For example, we have sales stages and then we have sales cadences. Stage is the last major thing that like we had, um, you know, we had an initial discovery call. Then we had a follow-up call. Like those are the stages that we use, right? And then based on that outcome, right? Okay, so they're at that stage. And then we have like three different routines based on that stage, which those routines are going to be a particular cadence. And that cadence is determined on, okay, we had this meeting. Is the next one already scheduled? No, then they get to get this cadence. A cadence is what are we going to be doing with this person for the next, in our case, usually two to four weeks, right? 30 days, up up to 30 days. And, And that's all scripted. Like we know exactly that on if if they have had one discovery call and have not booked the second one, then what are we going to do on day 12? Well, I can tell you exactly what we're going to do. We're going to engage with them on LinkedIn or something like that. Like, and so I don't necessarily it's not an automated, like they're not going to get automated emails every day because yeah. Yeah. people would hate you if you do that. But instead, it's like it's a manual task that gets assigned exactly. to someone on my team. And my team then will do something nice on their behalf. Maybe it's like, you know, engaging on their YouTube channel if they have it. Maybe it's, you know, leaving a review for them. Maybe it's um, buying their, like, we literally have stuff like go buy their book on Instagram or on, on Amazon and, and then take a screenshot of that. And like, we have like some pretty complex Always for us, it's a lot of just leading with generosity that we put yeah. into our pipeline. And I know right now I'm probably blowing some people's minds and then other people are like, yep, this guy gets it. <laughs> yeah, you, you bring up a good point, which is that um, you've got to strike this balance between automation, but also delivering a personal touch because automation is great. It helps you save time. But usually when you automate things, you sacrifice personalization. Because if you're just putting somebody into a drip sequence, yeah, there's a little bit of segmentation you can do, but you're not going to have your messaging, your follow-up is not going to have the nuance that a personal message would have. You can't you can't talk no, to them about right. 
what you know oh we talked about star that's new star wars movie on the call and i know that josh loves star wars or whatever you can you're mm-hmm. just missing some of that personal like finesse that so, so much of selling is, is so important to selling so i think you need to use the automation at the right time so yeah adding someone to a cadence uh, to a drip uh, an email drip sequence i think that's great if you need to nurture somebody long term but i would never i don't in my process i don't um automate the follow-up because if I have a conversation, if I send a proposal, especially for like a big ticket sort of service yeah. or product that I'm selling, you want to sort of, you need that personal touch to do an effective follow-up. Uh, and so what you said is perfect. Like you can still use automation to s- assign yourself a task or an activity to go and yeah, leave a review, buy the book. So it can yeah. help with that. But I think whenever somebody comes to me and says, I want to automate everything, I don't want to ever have to follow up. Oof. That's always a bit of a red flag. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah. actually, this is why I love awesome. what you just said. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Agreed. Because who wants to feel automated, right? I feel, I don't feel very important, um, yeah. which listen, it's fine. It's appropriate. I guess if you're selling like a $29 thing or whatever, cool. But for big ticket stuff, no way. Yeah. Don't you and dare. It's so, it's so obvious when it is automated as well. You can, you can kind of smell through it straight away. And we all get, we all get emails in our inbox every day where people have added you to a, a cold sequence, oh. never met this person. And it's the most annoying thing. So it's very yep. obvious what you're doing. Yeah. Awesome. Paul, how do people engage with you? If, if I haven't spoke highly enough of you um, already, uh, you know, again, I, I want, you know, to our, our friend here has been listening, go to paulminers.com. That's M-I-N-O-R-S.com. When folks go there, what would you recommend? Uh, first off, also go to Paul's, Paul, your YouTube channel is just, it's the cat's meow, my friend. Um, <laughs> but where, where else do people engage with you? Yeah, those two places, Twitter as well. Um, so my website is a great place to get in touch if you are interested in getting support with any of these tools. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of a lot of videos on YouTube now. That's been a, a great uh, uh, a great way to just kind of get leads and and deliver value. Like you said, like we, we have the same approach, which is just offering tons of value up front so that when you have those conversations, people people come to me every day and they say, I feel like I know you because I've watched your videos yeah. so much. Clarity <laughs> bias. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to do a follow-up show about YouTube maybe. But um, but no, YouTube and, and Twitter as well. I'm active on Twitter. Yeah. I love it. And uh, if you search through the archives of this podcast, The Thoughtful Entrepreneur, I believe, Paul, I think I interviewed you about two years ago, but again, to our listener, go, go back and listen to that one because I think we got a little, we we definitely geeked out on the concept of why, uh, Paul, you give away so much value on your YouTube channel. And we talk about that whole principle as well. So uh, you're a good guy, Paul Miners. Thank you so much for joining us again, your website, paulminers.com. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. 
If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.